0: Thank you for joining me today to talk food and beverage manufacturing sustainability, my favorite topic. I'm Cher Mearweather, Executive Director of Provision Coalition. We're a national sustainability organization that has had the privilege of working with some remarkable companies over the last four years on their sustainability journey. These companies have made real and lasting production and operational changes that have positively impacted the environment, their employee culture, and their business profits too. I find these transformational stories truly exciting and inspiring, and I'm pleased to share them with you. Today I'm here at Lighthouse Lemonade in Fergus, Ontario with the company founder and CEO, Jill Fisher. For those of you who have not yet enjoyed this absolutely delicious drink, which can be served both hot or cold, I can tell you it is a lemonade cordial made from an old maritime recipe. It's all natural with freshly squeezed juices while still being low in sugar and carbs. Thank you, Jill, for taking the time to talk with me today. To start, I have to ask, is Lighthouse Lemonade made from a recipe passed down to you from previous family generations in the Maritime?
1: It most certainly is. Its roots actually go back to before Confederation. Um, I'm a direct descendant of Charles Fisher, who was the father of responsible government in New Brunswick. Amazing. And this recipe comes from that part of the country and that time period. So it's definitely a, a true blue Maritime family recipe. So let's talk about the recipe and what makes your lemonade unique. Well first of all it's a cordial or concentrate. If you're from Australia or South Africa you might know it as a squash. Um, So these are very common terms that are known to a lot of Europeans, not so many in North America. This recipe came from the Yorkshire settlers from my side of the family that came over from the UK back in the late 1700s. What you do is you combine it with water or sparkling water but one bottle will make seven liters. That's that makes a great amount. Um, it, natural ingredients, no coloring, no preservatives, no artificial anything. There's a real juice in there. We're juicing it and zesting it. And we have a very small carbon footprint. So that is popular with stores today. And instead of shipping seven one liter containers, we're shipping one 750 milliliter container, and people can make it at home. It's totally customizable for consumers. So, if you like it strong or weak, you make it that way. If you want to put it in your tea instead of honey and lemon, you can do that. If you like a drink now and then, put it with a gin and tonic, vodka, makes killer margaritas. It's used in food. We have great recipes up on our website. There's a fun zucchini lime lemon cake from the summer. And as you folks got to try this morning, we made a hot lemon with it and put in a stick of cinnamon. So it's great for people who don't drink, it's great for people who do drink, it's great for kids. Um, Nobody can have this, not have this product, unless maybe they have a citrus allergy, which hopefully isn't too many people. Um, out there. So much more than just a glass of lemonade in the summer. It is it is so people a lot of people lock in uh, lemonade with summer hot sultry sitting out by the seashore out on the deck but it's a year-round product. Once open pop it in the fridge it goes it doesn't go bad when it's in the fridge it lasts and lasts there's a one year best before most people drink it up fairly quickly so that's never been uh, an issue but it's a very versatile product Um, people love the fact that they can see bits of zest and pulp and they can taste the lemon freshness in it It, nothing artificial and it uh, the response from the public lets us know we're on the right track
0: and i also read that prior to locating lighthouse lemonade at this facility in fergus ontario Ryerson University converted the building to solar energy and used this space as their center for renewable energy studies. Can you talk to us a bit about your experience
1: with production in a solar energy facility? Um, Well, first of all, I don't notice a huge difference other than the zen quality of this building. Um, It's quiet. Uh, You hear the little clicking of the solar panel um, inside the building. But the feeling you get knowing you're not creating any wasted energy and it's clean energy is probably the the best uh, way to sum up what we like about the building.
0: So, Jill, let's talk about Lighthouse Lemonade's purpose. Why do you do what you do every day?
1: Well, ultimately, it's very simple, maybe too simple for uh, what a lot of companies would say. It's basically sharing an ages-old family recipe with consumers. It's that simple. And so what's the passion behind that? Being able to bring a product that originated in the mid-1800s, or probably earlier, and bringing it into today, but using the same honest honesty and integrity that people made this product in their own homes, but we're just doing it on a bit of a larger scale, saying that we are still we are an artisanal company. We're not a mass producer. Right now we'll do about 1,000 bottles a day. Um, we'll be scaling that up in a bit. Um, but we're still, um, like an everyday company. And I know that your business strategy has a strong focus
0: on sustainability and it's truly integrated into that business strategy. Can you talk about what that means to Lighthouse Lemonade?
1: Well, first off, um, it was just very natural, very organic for us to go that way. That that very much connected into the roots of the product, um, We create no new waste, and that's really one of the hallmarks of our business. Um, We compost organics. All our lemon peels and lime peels go into a big pile and break down. Some local farmers come in whenever they need it to add acidity to their compost. We have glass bottles. They come in cardboard boxes. They come in that way. They ship out that way. Um, We're not making any new waste. So that's that's a hallmark for us, and it's really um, core to our identity.
0: And, of course, you talked about the solar energy, and so you have the...
1: Yes, and now in, in this solar-powered facility, this was just, um, you know, manna from heaven for us. We we're thrilled to have found this space. We're out in the country in the gorgeous setting just north of Fergus. Um, we've been, um, over the years, in a variety of spots, but this is by far the most enjoyable for us, and it almost doesn't feel like we're coming to work when we come into production.
0: And I know that Lighthouse is also an active supporter of the local community and food banks in particular. How have you integrated community support and giving back into your corporate social responsibility efforts?
1: For me, it is intuitive. I grew up in a small community in New Brunswick, Sackville, New Brunswick, population of about 5,000. All the businesses there got involved in the community. It's what I grew up with, our our family business. um, Family members were involved with Rotary. It was just a natural thing for me to incorporate into my business. And I've done it from the beginning. A lot of people think you have to be bigger or give large amounts. Well, you don't. And and the food banks that we give to can attest to that. Whatever people can give, they're very happy to get. So sometimes we might have 10 cases. Sometimes we take in a whole skid load. It gets used up and it's thrilling for us that everyone in the community gets a chance to try our product.
0: Youth are so important to your operation. Tell us why you're committed to hiring young people.
1: I've heard from my children, I have four of them, two boys and two girls, um, how disheartening it is to be looking for jobs as a student in the summer or for weekends and all you see is experience required. How are they going to get that experience if somebody doesn't give them a chance? Um, So taking that, keeping that close to my heart and my mind, uh, we do interviews with students. We love the positive energy, their ideas, um, their enthusiasm, They're fabulous team workers, and that's exactly what our business is and needs is good team workers. They're used to being on sports teams, in the orchestra, debating clubs. It's a natural progression for them to continue on with this sort of work. Um, When you give them experience, you train them, you give them experience, you give them their head, um, and they up the bar. They're responsible. Um, They're keen on what they're doing. They love making this top-notch product. And very rarely have I been disappointed. So you see a real
0: commitment from them.
1: Totally, totally. And we don't just keep them in the kitchen in, or in our production facility. Um, I've brought them out to different shows. Um, we were doing Seattle in May and um, one of our new workers came out with us. So she got to start I actually met her. She got to, that's Kirsten. She got to start at the top. And now uh, I said, it's going to be downhill from there. <laughs> that's the exciting stuff. Um, we've done craft shows. We've done trade shows and we bring them out they get to hear the response from the public when they're trying this product and they feel proud about it they take ownership and it hooks them in a little bit more. I've had students that have been with me. It's not like they're getting rich. <laughs> we do what we can, but um, they've been working for years and they're doing their masters and they're still finding time to do part-time work with us. And then eventually they do go off to real, real jobs, um, but they bounce back. And they know. tell
0: your story when they're out in the real world. They do,
1: they do. And um, it's been nothing but a positive for us. Um, there's so many students out there that need to fund their education. And um, I think a lot more businesses need to get on board. And, and get hiring these, these energetic, bright, um, positive kids.
0: What a great message. Jill, I also wanted to congratulate you on your recent Wise 50 Over 50 Award. Can you share with our listeners what this award really means?
1: This award is for people who started their businesses 50 plus. Um, there's been a lot of press lately about entrepreneurs under 30 and in their 20s, but... The over 50 sect has been had been ignored, um, and Wendy Mayhew um, decided that it was time that that should change. And so she uh, created this award, and nominations came in from around the country, and uh, they went in front of a, a board of experts. And from um, the numbers sent in, they had to whittle it down to 50 and I was thrilled to have been nominated um, by uh, Innovation Guelph here in the area and more thrilled to have won it. Um, It was great to be nominated, but um, a real thrill to actually win one of the awards. So it lets you know that just because you're over 50, you still have a lot of gas left in the tank and uh, we're, we're kicking butt out there. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Jill, thank you so
0: much. It has been wonderful to see the facility learn about your passion and your entrepreneurship. And thanks, as always, to our podcast listeners for joining us to learn how food and beverage manufacturers are embracing sustainability and making a difference with their business. Thanks, everyone. Until next time.